Fraser. Flex and Frooms. Flex and Frooms. This is the Flex and Frooms Catch-Up Podcast. It's Tuesday. Don't make me say see you next Tuesday again. But you will. Because I'll say it. Grow out of it. You know my other favourite one? And I can say it because it's the podcast. Yeah. Fig Jam. I don't know what that means. Fuck, I'm good. Just ask me. Whoa. That's good, isn't it? It's like, it's definitely energising. Fuck, I'm good. Just ask me. Iconic. Yeah, it's, yeah. That's like <laughs> clever wordplay, you know? Is Just, that Australian? I want to say it is. It's something my cousin would say. Yeah. He's an ocker man. Shout out, David. Shout out, David. Plumber. What a king. Oh. If you want his business, if you're looking for a plumber in the greater Melbourne area, you want to meet my cousin. I love a tradesperson. It's just, you know, I was talking about it with a family member. Just okay. Having, you don't want to say which one? Nah, I got to keep their privacy intact. Apart oh, from nice. my cousin David, um, tradies are where it's at. In what way? Dating. Oh yeah, they have good work hours. Mm-hmm. I love it when you when you're in bed with someone and they have to get up and go to work. Mm. As you know, I wake up at about nine ten a.m. Mm-hmm. So whenever I was partnered up. They're getting up for work, putting the suit on. You're half asleep, and they're doing it in the room. I do love that. Mm, so oh, see you, bye. I'm so cute and warm. I like tradies for like dating option. Fine, no date a tradie though. But just for the value they add to society. In another life, I'd want to be an apprentice, but just I don't want to be on the job site. <laughs> I want to learn the skills, but job site banter, job site bullying, job site like the hierarchy. I could not do. It's full on. Well, the job site wage, but we won't get into it. I want to ask my questions, but I won't. Here's the podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Ask it on Wednesday. Kata. Flex and Frooms. Flex and Frooms. A couple weeks ago, the New York Magazine released 194 rules for life. You know, any questions or concerns you have about living, they've created a comprehensive list of how to do that. Rule number 21. Drum roll, please. Gift randomly. Wow. Okay, so you've not you've nothing to say. I'll continue. <laughs> rule, number, rule number 21 is gift randomly. And I really like that because I'm not the type of person who's like, oh, my God, I don't like Hallmark holidays. I don't like Valentine's. I don't like Halloween. I don't like birthdays. But I will say the pressure around trying to find the quote-unquote perfect gift for the occasion takes the joy out of both giving and receiving a gift. For sure. I love the... Like the randomness of being like, oh, I saw a really cool thing. Do you want it? Or like, I got this for you or I thought of you. Would you like it? Because you're not measuring the gift by the price or the size or the timeliness. You're measuring it by the intention. Somebody saw you. They thought of you. They recognize you as worthy of celebrating or gifting to. And they did that all on their own with no initiative other than to see you just enjoy. That to me is so much cooler than me saying, hey, everyone, March the 3rd. It's Rumi's birthday, <laughs> so we're going to need you to get some things together. It's just missing a certain something. For sure, for sure. I will say it is nice to get a little tiny gift. I got my housemate a um, Cadbury Easter pack. That's sweet. She got a job promotion, so I just... Doop. See, it's so kind, so thoughtful, and it's the unexpected nature of it. I really like this idea of giving with... Um, how do I explain it? When I used to go to church, there was this saying that like you shouldn't give with a closed fist. So like the idea that when you pass something to someone, don't hold on to it like you're like you fear letting it go. There's like this exchange of like, oh, I got it. No biggie. Like it's yours. Do whatever you want with it. It's just so nice. And so I wish for the world to like take that on board. I love that. Open hands, open cheeks. This is Flex and Frooms. 
on Cater. We have an Am I the Arsehole? Let's get right into it. Am I the Arsehole for dismissing a flight attendant's apology for spilling orange juice all over me? Oh, yikes. I hate to be you, girl. I was on a flight from London to Amsterdam this weekend. On the flight I was on, that's specific. Thank you for telling us. On the flight I was on, I was sitting in the aisle seat while someone else was in the window. During the in-flight service, the flight attendant was serving the window seat passenger a glass of orange juice when she somehow lost her grip and spilled it on me. There was no turbulence or rough air. She simply seemed to miss her grip. Anyway, it got all over my white shirt and she tried to profusely apologise and I interrupted her and said, just stop. Oof. That's all I said. I hadn't yelled at her or anything like that. I had an important event to attend not long after the flight. This was a day trip and normally I don't pack extras for day trips, but this time I did. Um, I bought an extra shirt just in case. I went to the bathroom to change while she cleaned up the seat. Shortly before landing, the window passenger leaned over and told me that mistakes happen, that I didn't have to be so dismissive. Oof. I don't think I came off as rude, but I don't know. Was I the asshole in that situation? I didn't say anything mean or yell. <laughs> All I'll say is... A look says a lot. And I don't want to see the look was that that was on your face. Who's the asshole in this situation? Would like to preface that the person in the window seat did say that mistakes happen and there's no need to be so mean. So there was a witness. So I'm going to say the witness was the asshole. <laughs> As we have learned in previous episodes that we've, we've spoken about, if you are hearing secondhand a conversation or something else that you don't like in a public space, be it a restaurant, a plane, a bus, it's best to just mind your own business. Don't get involved, especially in this situation. <laughs> Frimmy's pissed. I'm serious because you're just adding insult to injury. Like just let it be between them and then due nature, due course will take care of itself. You're just adding flame to the fire. Like let's just forget about it. I would say some instances require purely spectators, like mouth closed, just watch or don't watch, just listen. And some instances require, you know, a third party to jump in and see what happens. In this instance, like what's done is done. And whether or not you think the person was rude or not rude, in that scenario, they weren't mid-tiff. It's like it was just an offhand comment that was, yes, bitchy. It was bitchy. (laughs) But it didn't require a third party to let you know it was bitchy. Sometimes just be bitchy with intention. Sometimes just be a little bit shady. I was saying a couple weeks ago that the worst kind of accidents that can happen are ones, or no, the worst kind of like negative situations that can happen for me are the ones where there's no one to blame. Mm, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like there is no one to blame for her spilling the juice. There's no one to blame for you being you know, taken aback by her spilling juice on you. And so you're both left in this blameless purgatory where you're holding on to these negative emotions and you can't process it. The flight attendant tried to process and she was shut down. Okay. And then you tried to process by dealing with it on your own. And then you were shut down by third party. Someone needs to go and shut down the window seat. Someone from the back needs to accidentally kick them through the chair. <laughs> I will say, though, if I had to pick an asshole, it's obviously the person who was like, just stop. I did say no to respectability politics in 2023, but I do appreciate decorum and, like, it's an accident. Nobody wants to – nobody who has to be in a confined space with you wants to make you so uncomfortable to the point where the damage is still seen on your clothing. They don't want to do that. Like, you know – so you're the asshole, unfortunately. I will say someone apologising over and over again is annoying. It is. It is. We've all been that person. I have not. You- 
Flex and Frooms. They're the best. What a duo. Cater. Our producer Brooke was saying that apparently it's not Rihanna, it's Rihanna, which is really odd because it feels like in an Australian accent we would say Rihanna. This also reminds me that it's not Ariana Grande, it's Ariana Grande. No. Because sis is like plain white and we've been adding flavour. We've been adding <laughs> flavour where there's no flavour. And she says it's too late now. It's too late now. Grande. It's Grande. It's Ariana Grande. Anyway, back to Rihanna and the Super Bowl. Let's not pretend that we know anything about the NFL. National Football League. Potentially. That doesn't matter. It's secondary to the fact that that was Rihanna's first performance in a bajillion years. She showed up in like a red outfit. It was super sick. A lot of like stage dive, not stage diving, a lot of production. Yeah. A lot of budget, right? And so... Off the back of Beyonce getting paid like $30 million for a one-hour performance, people are kind of like, what is she getting paid for that? This feels like a big ticket kind of something you come back, you know, you come back to work for. After doing some research, turns out Rihanna did not get paid. Oh. Nobody gets paid to perform at the Super Bowl. I was like, nobody? Beyonce? Nobody. And what I found out, and these are like, look, this is like a source said, you know, Mr. Super Bowl, Mrs. Super Bowl didn't come out and say, hey, Rihanna didn't get paid. But apparently... They cover production, right? So all the production elements required for it to go on TV and look amazing, they cover. And everything else, like Rihanna's time, is of her own expense, which probably makes sense as to why she did that like cute little Fenty Beauty plug <laughs> at the start. Because if it's going to be her own expense, she may as well use it as a pseudo commercial for herself. So it goes to say that the way that we view a lot of like what celebrities do and a lot of how they make their money we're so off most of the time that we just need to be asking more questions before we aspire to do anything that they're doing because to imagine how many weeks or months that they had to coordinate and choreograph that get all the costumes ready all the hair and makeup the music um reimagining and all that to be like pro bono (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so just with the invoice yeah but apparently it's like 100 million viewers for the super bowl so like good shout good that is shout. insane it's too many i thought she did a great job and she also debuted her little baby bump which was pretty cool mm. and do you know her husband is actually a singer are you joking because <laughs> <laughs> if you are that was good you're getting so good at this <laughs> it's Ace up ferg if anyone wants to know <laughs> what? ASAP Rocky. <laughs> You've been listening to the Flex and Frooms Daily Podcast. For more, tune into Cater on DAB or stream it on iHeartRadio.